Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn how to use all the brain tools to heal look and do your absolute best. And by all brain tools, I mean, I combine neuroscience research with practical tools, strategies, tips from um, the sciences of integrative health, of nutrition, of psychiatry, of fitness, of uh, environment design, workflow, anywhere I find interesting, applicable, effective um, studies proven tools and strategies, I'm sharing them here with you, applied to specific situations. Today, guys, as promised, we're talking about emotional regulation using the tools of food. And it's funny, you know, because on Wednesday, we talked about emotional eating and how when we use food as our coping mechanisms uh, with to address problems that need to be addressed not with food, but with actual actions, right? If it's something on the emotional side in our relationships with ourselves or with other people, we need to address that specific issue if we want the hard feelings or blue feelings or uncomfortable feelings to go away, right? Feelings are the signs that something needs to be addressed. So if the food, if the only tool we use to change our feelings, well, yeah, we can change our feelings, um, you know, we're not going to talk about like health complications, etc. We can change our feelings, but the problems, they will not go away because we changed our brain-body chemistry through food. And that's why emotional eating is not effective as a life coping strategy. But we can indeed use food as a tool for emotional regulation to help us do better, feel better, and also to help us make better decisions about things in our life. Um, so food, it can be used as a tool to help with emotional regulation. But again, number one, we first need to understand that the problem, whatever we are addressing with that food, it will not go away. So we need to use food to help ourselves to feel better in the moment and then also to help ourselves to take actions either in the moment or um, tomorrow, you know, the day after, a little bit in the future, to address the problem that caused the uncomfortable feelings in the first place. Now that we kind of understand what's the difference and and let me continue actually with a story, my own story, right? Um, if you've been on this podcast for a while, you know that I'm an entrepreneur um, building my own practice and uh, on a purpose, on a mission to transform lives and mindsets of 1 million mission-driven people who want to do something amazing in the world. And I want to help people to get out of their own way by changing by learning how to change mental and physical state on demand, right? So that's about me. And on my mission, 
it's something new that I'm building. And there are many, many stumbling blocks and things that I don't understand or things that overwhelm me. Like yesterday, I felt really uncomfortable because all of a sudden, I didn't feel all that sure where I want to move business-wise. Should I approach? Should I work on retreat? Should I work with CEOs? Should I work with with teams only? And everyone is telling you, you got to niche down. You got to find, you know, just one thing that you got to focus on at the beginning and I felt really overwhelmed. And so what did I do to manage my emotions to not hide from them, but help myself feel better, be in a powerful state and to start working on solutions, right? How to brainstorm it, what people to talk to, uh, what are the things that I see working, etc. But before I knew, if I wanted to create solutions that are effective, I needed to change my emotional and mental state. And what did I do? As we talked um, yesterday about emotional regulation strategies that are not food-related. So I moved first. I went rollerblading because rollerblading always makes me feel so good. It's like fun, but also stressful, but it's invigorating. And you start feeling confident because while you are rollerblading, you are overcoming so many, many stressors and insecurities, but you keep going and you keep succeeding, right? And it also drives your dopamine and changes. Your whole blood-brain chemistry changes when you move and especially when you do certain activities that are that trigger that kind of mix of fun and fear, putting you into flow state. So I moved first and then I came back home and it was around 6 p.m. And I felt like eating something, even though I had all my food for the day, I felt like I needed something more to help me recover, to uh, restore and replenish my neurotransmitters like dopamine, like serotonin, the ones that help you be get into the best mental and emotional state and give you, literally give you this feeling of mental and emotional energy that you can, that you got this that you will find the solution. So get back to work, right? So to help my body, my brain replenish those neurotransmitters to also lower anxiety and stress levels that are coming up when we are um, not sure, when we are overwhelmed, right? When there is so the decision has to be made in our business, right? As an entrepreneurs, and it has to be made like right now in the next, few days and you can't really delay it if you want to make progress. So it's a little bit of stress, right? But you want to lower it to actually make the decision that works not just for now, but also long term, because we have a long life and business is not a two-day thing. For me, it might be a decade, two-decade think, right, that I'm going to be working on. So I cannot allow myself to make decision that is only good for now, but long-term will not lead me where I want to go. And the longer we go into one direction, one destination, the harder it is to turn, right? We're going to be investing resources, energy, money, um, like our lives. So I need to be in a state where I can make long-term decisions. And by the way, guys, when we are stressed, our prefrontal cortex literally shuts down and we fall to the level of our training or our habits. So the most creative solutions you will not, or the most long-term solution, the best long-term solution, we will not 
come up with in the stressed state. That's why you need to do your best. We need to do our best to lower our base um, stress levels. And food, certain kind of food will help that. Now, let's talk about food first that is not good for that. Uh, things like processed foods, you know, food, foods full of added sugars and processed fats, and they just process. They will give you the rush of things like dopamine and serotonin, and at the moment you will feel this release. But number one, this release will not last. It's probably not going to last more than 30 minutes, an hour. And number two, it will actually increase your stress levels on in your blood, right? Inflammation going to go up. It's going to trigger something in your gut. It's going to uh, create more inflammation and oxidation in your brain directly and indirectly. And what's going to happen is your anxiety and stress levels, they actually going to raise and What's that's going to do? That's going to make you more of a short-term decision, knee-jerk reaction. You know, what's the fastest solution? What's the thing that I can do right now to release this edge, discomfort, right? You don't want to get into that state, but that's what processed food will do for you. Quick release, but then all of that will be elevated. What a good, um, well-planned for your brain and your body, meal plan or just one meal will do is quite the opposite. It may, it might not release that acute anxiety and fear and overwhelm all that well, although it will be because eating any food will calm you down. That's just biological response to any kinds of food. It, again, it might not give you the pleasure heat that processed food will, but it will not make you, I don't know, sleepy or a little bit not, but it will calm you down, number one. And long-term, it will help your body and brain to lower that oxidative stress, those that inflammation, that stress levels, that will help you to get into a more calm, rest and digest state, not flight and fight. And that will help you to make long-term decisions. Certain kinds of foods that I'm going to tell you about in just a couple of minutes will help you to restore also your uh, neurotransmitters that help you to make the best decisions. You know, your dopamine, your motivation, your drive, your focus, your uh, your serotonin that is that has a lot to do with your confidence that you got this you're going to figure it out right for as an entrepreneur as a self-employed person that is a very important quality or um uh property of your mental state that you need to be able to manifest. And yet there are cognitive tools, but today we're talking about food tools and food that helps to create and restore your serotonin levels will help you to have this confidence and calm that you do indeed have the power to figure it all out and you will make good decision. Um, and dopamine will give you the energy, the drive to start taking action on those decisions, right? So the, when the meal is well planned, it will, might not give you, again, the rush of feel-good chemicals, but it will make you feel better. It will calm you down. And long-term, it will help you to make better decisions. It will give you the energy to act on those decisions. So what are those foods that I recommend? What did I do yesterday, right? I finished rollerblading. I came back home and I felt like eating, like I needed something more to help me get over the edge, rest, and then start making good decisions. Uh, 
First, I felt like eating bananas, plus I was rollerblading, you know, I needed to restore some of that potassium electrolyte to make all the neurons work properly. So I ate um, two bananas. Then I uh, I also had some yogurt with it. I like to mix it like that, eating bananas, having some plain Greek yogurt. That, by the way, probiotic-rich foods like fermented natural yogurt will help to improve your serotonin and dopamine levels. And and as we already no, uh, from what I told you right now, it will help you to feel more confident and ready to act. Um, it will kind of strengthen your gut and that will help to strengthen your mind through direct and indirect mechanisms. So I ate bananas, I ate yogurt, then I ate tuna. It was just, I didn't feel like cooking. And I had, for those times, I usually have canned seafood, tuna, sardines, salmon, so I had some tuna and as my protein, and by the way, protein, specifically animal-based protein is really good for giving building blocks for your dopamine, for your serotonin, for your drive to act and your confidence that you're going to figure it out. Right? Um, always try to hit about 30 grams of protein. That's about four ounces. Yeah, I think even three ounces of tuna or about 100 grams of that tuna or chicken. Chicken is even better for dopamine and your serotonin. Chicken is really like food for the soul, Um, but it has, um, it's one of the richer sources of tyrosine and tryptophan. Those are the building blocks of your dopamine and your serotonin. That's why chicken works well, but also fish, meat. If you are on a vegetarian, vegan diet, your best source is tofu, firm tofu. It's condensed source, um, the best plant-based source for the same uh, amino acids building blocks of your dopamine and your serotonin. So you get you got your protein. Then I had some walnuts, like a handful of walnuts. Those have essential fatty acids um, and they have anti-inflammatory effect. They lower inflammation and they're literally building new connections in your brain, right? So I had some walnuts. There was some omega-3s marine in that tuna. And by the way, omega threes also boost the levels of your dopamine and your serotonin. Again, those drive to act and confidence molecules in your brain. So I had my omega threes in the form of walnuts and in the form of tuna. And what else did I have? Um, And I had a few carrots, um, baby carrots. I just, sometimes I feel like I need to crunch on something. It's, I don't know. Um, and carrots do super well for that. Plus they're sweeter, a little bit more of this naturally occurring carbohydrates. By the way, about naturally occurring carbohydrates, you don't just want to eat protein. You do want to eat some carbohydrates, something like sweet potatoes, chickpeas, or bananas work the best because they have building blocks for your serotonin, that tryptophan, B6 vitamins, the vitamin that is needed to synthesize that uh, serotonin in your brain, that confidence that you're going to figure it out. Um, so you do need to eat those carbohydrates. You also do need to eat those carbohydrates because it seems that way that in order to synthesize serotonin that will make you feel calm and confident, we don't just need the protein for the building blocks um, of serotonin, but we also need um, carbohydrates um, to shuttle 
those protein amino acids across blood-brain barrier. That is a little bit of an explanation why you want to eat carbohydrates with the protein. It seems that without those carbohydrates, um, the amino acid that is needed to be in your brain to synthesize serotonin, just having hard times getting into our brain across blood-brain barrier. Just This is a little bit in-depth advice, but that's what um, nutritional psychiatrists and people who connect neuroscience with nutrition and try to apply it to different um, mental health uh, conditions or treatment or advice, that's what they say. Um, if you eat your protein for your serotonin, that you kind of need to eat it with your carbohydrates. And it's especially good when you do it after exercise, because exercise, your muscles kind of suck in uh, a lot of other uh, amino acids and that tryptophan that you need in your brain for serotonin um, has easier time to be shuttled across the brain blood um, blood brain barrier uh, into your brain to make serotonin that confidence all you want to understand is it's good to have whole food carbohydrates specifically the best sources for that serotonin and to give you that feeling of calmness and confidence we have sweet potatoes bananas and chickpeas um, there are other sources too if you need more advice uh, on the full food list please do let me know then you want to have protein and protein of animal origin especially chicken and turkey those are the best for your serotonin and your dopamine for example but animal Protein in general is better. Um, if you're going for plant-based, then tofu is your best way to go about it. And essential fatty acids, they do stimulate um, production and usage of your dopamine and serotonin. They do lower your inflammation, your st- stress levels on a molecular level. Um, and all of that contributes to you feeling better, having higher levels of dopamine and serotonin, and you being able to make better long-term decisions that fix the problem, not only now, but also for the future. So food can indeed be used as a tool to regulate your emotions, to put you into the best state to address the issues, the problems that you might be going through, whether you are an entrepreneur, a self-employed, a self-made person, or you're going through other issues and difficulties in your life. Food, again, can help. But the difference between, you know, emotional eating and using food as a tool of emotional regulation in a smart way, in a helpful, in a productive way, the difference, again, is You want to choose foods that will help you to take action in your life, in your business, in your relationships to address the problem. You don't want to eat foods, I'm referring to processed foods, that will give you a hit of pleasure. Chemicals in your brain will make you feel good, but will make you really not that uh, ready to address anything kind of numb and disconnected. That's an ineffective way to use tool to regulate your emotions because you're kind of not moving your life anywhere. Whereas you could be using the right kind of food that we talked about today for the purpose of making yourself feel good now, improving your health, uh, helping your body, your brain to recover and helping your brain to make better long-term decisions and act on it to make changes in your life. So I hope you found this episode insightful. 
and helpful. And from now on, you're going to use food um, for your emotional regulation um, with a little bit more better understanding of how it actually works and why um, you can indeed use food to help you cope with life and also to improve your life, right? Um, if you have any questions, guys, please do reach out for additional foods, maybe for dopamine, for drive to act, if you sometimes feeling like not like doing much, or to calm you down to reduce anxiety, you know, foods for serotonin, please let me know. Um, if you have any questions, feedback, always let me know, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com or on Instagram, Angela Brain Body Coach, Angela Brain Body Coach. I'm the most responsive on Instagram. Share this episode with other people who might find it interesting, insightful, and fascinating, and who'd want to use this information, please share. And that's it, guys. Have an awesome weekend. Choose food that will not just make you feel good in the moment, but also will help you to improve your life. And that's my only wish for you for this weekend. Besides, of course, have fun, recover, to get after it with more strength, power, and motivation than ever. Talk to you very soon.